Welcome to the Public Speaking Anywhere podcast. My name is Don and I'm the host. This is episode number one. We're going to go over everything about toasts. We're going to talk about what are they, why we do them, and how to deliver the best possible toast. And we're also going to go over what not to do in a toast because that's just as important as well. For me personally, when it comes to making toast, I am absolutely terrible at them. Whenever I'm at a dinner party with just my wife or maybe some friends and family and it's a special event and I have to give a toast, it's always really boring, nobody's really impressed, it's not very funny or witty, and I always wish that I could have said something better and maybe I should have prepared more because I should have known I would have been in this situation. But that's why we're here today and that's why you're listening. We're going to go over how to avoid that awkward toast that you may have given in the past and how to deliver the most amazing one and everybody is really impressed with you. Have you ever noticed when you watch a movie and there's a big wedding or some big special event, the main character always ends up delivering a toast and it's always really good. And every time I watch one of these movies and the main character gives a really awesome toast, I always think, man, like I wish I could do something like that. And the reality is, I can. I just have to prepare and I have to know what I'm doing because the actors in these movies did prepare for that toast when they were filming. They practiced a lot. They practiced their lines. They went over all their body movements. And believe it or not, while it's just a toast and you think it's really simple, there should actually be a little bit of preparation so you can succeed. I think everybody should be able to give a really good toast because at some point in your lives, you're going to be at a dinner party and you're going to be celebrating an event or maybe your team just won something and you're going to want to deliver a toast. You're going to want to say something really nice and maybe try to inspire your team, but you don't want to mess up in a way because if your team did just win something huge, you don't want to ruin it with a really bad toast. Now, what is a toast? Well, it's basically a very brief speech at a special event. And while you might be thinking, whoa, hey Don, a toast is not a speech. Well, actually it is, but it's a really short one. Sometimes it can only be like five sentences. Sometimes it could be a two minute toast. It really just depends on the situation. I think if you're at dinner with just a couple of friends, you can definitely say a toast and that toast might only be like 20 seconds. But say you're at a wedding and you're the best man. Maybe your toast is like five minutes long and that's okay. There is no like special set amount of time that a toast can or can't be, but it does need to fit the situation and the audience. One thing you might be asking yourself is, how do I know if I'm supposed to give a toast? It obviously depends on the event. If you are the best man at a wedding, I would say you're expected to give a toast. If you are the supervisor at a team dinner that, and you are celebrating an event, you are definitely expected to give a toast. Now, say you are at a team event and maybe you're not the supervisor, but you're just one of the coworkers, but maybe you were like one of the leading coworkers on the team. You can definitely say a toast and you can even just ask your supervisor prior to the dinner and just say, hey, I know you're definitely gonna give a toast tonight. Is it okay if maybe right before yours, I also say something too? So you, it's really just a gut feeling. There's no set rule on when you have to give a toast or when you shouldn't give a toast. Before we dive into what makes a great toast, I quickly want to touch on the origin story of toast 
and I have no idea if this is even true, but apparently it, it actually dates back to the 17th century, and everybody was really concerned back then about getting poisoned by one another. I don't know why that was such a great concern. So the act of toasting involved clinging your glasses together, and then the liquids in each glass would spill into each other's, and you knew you weren't poisoned by your neighbor if your liquid spilled into his glass, because obviously then you would both be poisoned. Now again, I have no idea if this story is even true, but I just thought it was pretty funny. Now let's dive into what makes a great toast. And the first thing you need to be aware of is your timing. When you're thinking about giving your toast, you need to be aware of the status of the event. Say you're at a wedding and you're thinking, okay, when should I give my toast? You should do a survey of the room and see where everybody is at in the evening. If it's the beginning, it might be too soon because some people might not even have their glass. But if it's the middle of the event, there might be too many things going on. People might be dancing. So you need to make sure that you don't try to give your toast at the wrong time. You want to give your toast when everybody is attentive and everybody has a drink and their glasses are somewhat full. The second key to a great toast is the actual length of the toast. You want to keep it pretty short and sweet. You don't want to be standing up there and give a 10 minute toast because then everybody's going to get really bored and they're going to want you to just sit down. But as far as an actual set time for a toast, it really doesn't matter. If you have a point to make and you can make it in three sentences, then hey, go for it. But if you need to tell a couple of stories, you want to make three key points about your buddy and get everybody laughing, then go for that too. It can be a 10 second toast or it can be maybe a two to three minute toast. Now let's talk about the content of your toast. One of the things you must do in your toast is thank the host. Now, I don't think this is something you should do in the beginning, but it's definitely something you want to put somewhere towards maybe the end of the toast, but not at the very end. Adding a little bit of humor to your toast is always a good idea, but what you don't want to do is add a really cliche or a corny joke. You want it to be original. Maybe make fun of who you're toasting, maybe something that happened during the night, something like that. Just make sure it's original. When you're writing your toast, you want to make sure that you tailor it to your audience. What you don't want to do is go to Google and type in best toast to give at a wedding. No, you want to think about who's all going to be at the event and try to make it fit your audience and try to have them gain some value out of what you're saying. If you can tell some stories about the person you're toasting or maybe tell some stories about something that happened, coming up with something truly original is what makes a great toast and at the same time, making sure that it fits your audience. When you're writing your toast, the best thing to do is to start with a hook in the beginning. You want to grab everyone's attention right away. The best way to grab everyone's attention is to say something really surprising. Everyone's gonna expect you to start your toast by saying, hello everyone, my name is Don Meyer and I am the brother of the groom, if, in case you don't know who I am. If you start off by talking about yourself in the beginning, everyone's instantly gonna be bored. They wanna hear something they haven't heard before and that's how you grab their attention. A example of a just terrible, terrible toast, in case you've ever seen the movie Bridesmaids. She starts, the main character starts off her toast by saying, uh, hello everybody, I am Annie Walker and I'm a friend of the bride and I just wanna say that I'm having a really good time tonight 
Like nobody cares that you're having a good time. We want to hear something really cool from your toast. And in the movie, right after Annie gives her toast, her arch nemesis stands up and starts her toast by saying, remember that time we went to Miami with the boys? Now that kind of intro grabs everyone's attention. So once you've got your hook down in the beginning, then the next part of your toast might be some background stories, maybe just tell one or two stories, but you contain some content in there to really keep everyone entertained. And then after that, you can just simply thank the host, say you're having a wonderful time, but keep that part short and sweet. After you thank the host, then you can declare your hope and wish, which is one of the main parts of your toast. This is something like saying, my hope is that we can continue having a successful business and we make lots of money in the year 2020. Something along those lines. After you've said your hope and wish, then you clink your glasses with everybody and you drink. One other thing I need to mention is that when you're giving your toast, you want to hold up your glass, but maybe at like chest level. And then after you say your hope and wish, then you raise it up and then you bring it down and drink it. One of the last things I want to talk about are the key don'ts for a toast. The main one is to not start talking about yourself. I think I already said this, but you do not want to start your toast by saying, hello everyone, my name is Don and I am the whatever, whatever. You don't want to start it about yourself. You want to start with a hook. The other thing is do not bring a script to your toast. If you pull out a note card, in a toast and I am present, I am gonna get up and punch you in the face because that is just horrifying. No, you need to practice this toast. You don't have to memorize it, but just know generally what you wanna say. About reading from a script is that you will actually lose your regular voice. You're gonna lose all of your emotion. You're gonna lose your general personality and the way you talk because you're just gonna be simply reading something. You could have written something truly awesome. But if you read it in a boring, monotone way, nobody is gonna like your toast. The third thing you don't wanna do is have any cliches in your toast. Also, please, please, please never apologize for anything in a toast. If you're at a wedding and maybe you've had a couple glasses to drink, do not stand up and say, hello everyone, I apologize, I've had a couple drinks tonight. No one's gonna think it's funny, everyone's just gonna think about whether or not you're drunk and if you even slur one word and you aren't even drunk, people will assume you're drunk. So never apologize for anything. And also do not stand up and say that you're a little nervous. Never say you're nervous. Nobody will even notice even if you are, but if you say that you're nervous, then people will notice. All right, so now that you know what makes a great toast, you know the key formula and you know the key don'ts, the next thing you wanna do is practice giving some toast. I recommend practicing with your friends and family or maybe just with your wife or your mom and dad. Just randomly be like, hey everybody, I wanna propose a toast tonight, even if it's not really necessary. Just do it for practice because who knows, maybe at work, your team could win something big. You might be feeling a little nervous about giving a toast in front of your coworkers, but if you practice you know, 10 to 15 times in front of your friends and family, then you won't be as nervous. If you're listening to this episode, it's either because you're gonna to have to deliver a toast at some point in the future, or you wanna be able to give one soon. My hope is that at your next special event or dinner, 
you may have the courage and the charm to deliver an amazing toast that leaves everybody impressed. May your words be inspiring and entertaining to you, the listener. Thanks, everyone. This is Don Meyer, episode number one. Now get out there and give some toasts.